everyone and welcome back to our channel over here at Brokeboy Media and today we're going to be reviewing Dark Phoenix and as always I have Devin here with me. How you doing today buddy? Yo yo what's going on? It's been a crazy weekend man. CMA Fest down here in Music City is just uh it's it's a whole nother ball game. It's been raining a lot uh kind of like half and half so like it'll either rain in the morning or rain at night. But it's it's been pretty crazy, man. Um, <laughs> saw a policeman uh, kind of take a guy away from a little bit of altercation downtown. <laughs> he was uh, roughing up this uh, female, and these two cops came out of nowhere and just completely apprehended the situation. I was just sitting there with my buddy eating ice cream, and I it was crazy, man. But yeah. <clears throat> It's, it's just just yeehawing on that old town road. Yeah, yeehawing in an old town road. Exactly, man. They actually played that um, music video on one of the bars I went to last night. Got Good. The whole, got, got the whole place rowdy, man. It was it was great. But yeah, as we said before, we will be reviewing um, X Men Dark Phoenix, or it's just called Dark Phoenix uh, overall. And this movie, um, it was very it was very highly anticipated on a lot of people's lists. Especially mine. Um, it was a bit of a mess, I think. But let's just get into a little bit of the synopsis. Uh, Jean Grey begins to develop incredible powers that corrupt her and turn her into a dark phoenix, which is, um, you know, they're at adapting this from the comics, but they kind of switch it up a little bit. Uh, now the X-Men ha will have to decide if the life of a team member is worth more than all the people living in the world. Directed by Simon Kinberg. And That's even a weird synopsis. Yeah. Um, it's, I mean, I, I guess it kind of hits the nail on the head, but they could have went into like a little bit of more of a detail, but it's whatever, I guess. But as always, you know, we have um, we, we have some pretty some A-list stars in here. You know, Michael Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence, James McAvoy, Lady of Winterfell, Sophie Turner. Um, ready Player One guy. Yeah, Columbus. Ready Player One guy. Nicholas Holt. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, some random person who plays Storm who isn't Halle Berry. It's just weird because, you know, us growing up, Halle Berry was our... Our storm until the MCU. Hopefully, we'll pick that back up. But yeah, uh, so what were your initial uh, impressions about this film? Go uh, before going into it. You know, seeing the trailers leading up to the film itself. I just really didn't have very high hopes based on the trailers. I did think the the um, <laughs> the the line from Scott was very funny. <laughs> But I didn't. Was it? I didn't even see it in the movie. Did you? No, it was not in the movie. Thank God, it wasn't well, in the movie. They, why would they put that in the trailer if it was that bad? That was the most. I don't know what to do. It's Charles, just, just, just tell me what to do. I don't know what to do. It was like <laughs> it wasn't even in the movie. I'm kind of glad they didn't put it in the movie. Um, <laughs> overall. Yeah, I I mean I was really excited for this because I love the X Men. You know, it's one of my favorite you know comic book heroes growing up, and you know I, I do enjoy the uh, the Dark Phoenix saga um, story from the comics, but it's yeah it was it was just a little messy. But I have to say that I still enjoyed it better than X Men Apocalypse, to be completely Ooh. honest, and I enjoyed it better than X Men Origins Wolverine. 
Um, even though, you know, the, the bad guys kind of just came out of nowhere. Um, but and this, we're, we're going to be kind of going into spoilers here for everyone listening. Um, so we're kind of just going to talk about this and yeah, move on with our day. But yeah, I, I don't know, man. It was like, I, I was very excited to, you know, see this unfold and it, the pacing was a little off during the beginning because like i mean i guess they kind of just jumped right into it what, what do you think yeah um in the beginning they kind of just did it the same way that um the last stand did it yeah yeah it was, it was like this weird suburban house it was yeah like the exact same setup yeah like, jean grace she ends up killing her mom and <laughs> that that was i mean the well, obviously the car sequence the car accident was kind of cool to see overall but it it, it just happened so fast and I was yeah, like, and another thing about the trailer is that it basically showed Raven dying, so it just took all the emotion out of her actually dying. Well, so honestly, I didn't realize that Raven was going to die because, I mean, obviously, for those spoiler alert, for those who have, excuse me, you know, who know the Dark Phoenix saga, um, Jean Grey dies at the end. But, you know, when they're showing the funeral scene in uh, for the trailer, I honestly thought that was Jean Grey's funeral, but she kind of quote-unquote dies a different way she yeah. has the luke skywalker death basically yeah pr- basically and the, the the yoda death and everything else not the darth vader death because that was actually very odd i thought that was kind of inconsistent but anyway um yeah when raven died it was just it was kind of underwhelming but underwhelming but i <laughs> felt like i wasn't I didn't expect it at first, but I was like, well, somebody has to die. I thought it was going to be Scott because Scott dies in uh, X-Men The Last Stand. Uh, but yeah, it was it was kind of underwhelming. She just gets pushed back after Jean can't like control her powers. And oh, she kind of gets like a, a huge splinter in, inside of her belly. And we know Jennifer <laughs> Lawrence was happy about this one. She she wants out of these X Men movies. She really does, and I mean I can't blame her. I I know a lot, and even like Ian McKellen, you know when he was playing like an older Magneto, you know he was he he said you know the 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 franchise kind of just like ran itself into the ground. But I mean we we still have a few good X Men movies. You know First Class, Days of Future Past, X Men One and Two. And I would say it, oh, minus Logan and the Deadpool movies, because apparently they're all part of the same universe. But. It's just, it's just a weird roller coaster that they're on, because they're yeah. towards the end here. There've been so many good ones, but and, then like Apocalypse was really bad, and now this one's not good. But, but I, I did weird. like this more than Apocalypse. I, I honestly have to say, I really, really did. As messy as it was. Like Apocalypse, just I, I just have no interest in it whatsoever. It just wasn't. I haven't watched it since it came out, but so I just I don't really remember much about it. But well, I'll you, have to rewatch it. Yeah, check it out on uh, Voodoo. We got we got it on there. So <laughs> or you know uh, apply for the uh, giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> apply for the giveaway. <laughs> Sign up for the giveaway. Um, you also know my resume. Yeah. <laughs> Why I deserve this digital code. Um, ever since I was a wee lad, I've always been a fan of the X-Men. Uh, but yeah. The, X, the X-Woman. The X. Okay. So when I saw <laughs> when I saw that line or, you know, saw it in theaters, <clears throat> it wasn't as bad as I first initially thought. Maybe because I just expected it to come. But like later on, after I saw the movie, I read this article 
about this guy was saying how like the X-Men in general should change their name because it's, you know, like, why is it the X-Men? And I'm like, well, if you know why they call themselves the X-Men, it's because they had the X gene. So it's not like, oh, like girl mutants and boy mutants or like men and women. It's just X-Men. Like, that's pretty much the gist of it. I mean, there's it's an outdated reference of racism in like the sixties, which people were like, Oh, you know, why did they shove that like woman power thing in there? I'm like, well, the entire universe is, it's about, you know, the, the oppression of, of mutants and how. Yes. It's it was Stanley's way of trying to fight racism back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. People just need to feel like they need to be a little bit more educated before they just go into a movie, seeing it blindly and, <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> that, yeah, that line was definitely corny, but it's like it was corny, but it kind of yeah. But like again, you could just tell that Jennifer Lawrence was she wanted out, and she, she was she like, "Oh, thank in. God, she died within like maybe what, like halfway through the movie." I want to say was, I thought it was like it might have been early minutes. Yeah, thirty minutes, something like that. I was like, "Oh wow!" I'm like, well, she she's done. She did her parts and she went home. She's like, "See you then, guys later." This is this is one of the parts that makes me like most mad. They also just kind of threw Quicksilver out the window at that point too. Yeah. What? Okay. What? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Because he's he's been consistently one of the best parts of these movies, just because his scenes are so cool and the yeah. way they build it. But then he gets injured in the fight against Dark Phoenix initially, and then he's just injured the rest of the way, and no Pretty one else much. is injured. No one. It was just so weird. I get maybe he had other things to do, but <laughs> I don't understand why they would just toss him away. I I don't understand either, man. And honestly, I mean, so like I personally think Sophie Turner was one of the few people who actually you know gave it their all, considering you know it was centered around her character i know you felt a little different about that and i was like, I, i've actually had a change of heart oh I, I think the most of the acting was was pretty good i just think the script and writing was so bad that it just drags it all down yeah i feel like that's a big problem with a lot of movies right now honestly <laughs> um it's it's sad to see i mean just movies in general it's i swear it's like i like the best scripted movies i mean maybe they're like a dime a dozen now but like t- TV is kind of like outshines like film, like these films. And I oh, mean, yeah, TV is taking over. Yeah. Already yeah. taken over. Yeah. No, definitely. I mean, there, there's so many great TV shows out there that aren't that aren't sitcoms. You don't see a lot of sitcoms nowadays either, which I think for good reason, because they're more or less the same. Um, you know, you can tell more detailed stories within, you know, these 45 to 50 minute hours shows. You know, like Breaking Bad or Game of Thrones or anything else that, you know, comes to mind. Grey's Anatomy for all the Grey's Anatomy fans out there. But, yeah. So what did you think of think of the, uh, the, the villain? Oh, my God. <laughs> it might be the worst villain or villains I've seen in a movie. It was yeah. that bad. It, it was like, pretty terrible. Uh, so they're basically... Because they didn't set them up or explain what they were at are, they're just aliens, just kind of Hollywood like cliche aliens in a way. Because apparently, I mean, they did reshoots for Dark Phoenix, and apparently, they had to change the ending because it was too similar to another superhero movie. And I'm guessing that superhero movie was Captain Marvel. 
Probably because of the space. Because it was supposed to be in space originally, but then they moved it to the train. Yeah, yeah. And I kind of understand why. I mean, I didn't. I like. I, I didn't mind the train sequence. I thought that was fine. I think it was you, probably the best part. Yeah, because you can actually tell who's fighting who instead of having it out in space and seeing just like these, you know, these specks of people like, you know, CGI like flying around. It's like, oh, who's that? Who's that? And you know, cutting back to like a close up of that. Um, of that uh, mutant or whatever, but yeah, I totally agree. I, I thought it was yeah, fun. like if anyone does, anyone know like what they were supposed to be like in the comics? Are they some kind of alien race that's well known? I would, I'm curious if anyone knows that. Yeah, seriously, it's just, they're just just random <laughs> aliens that just show up to chase the power that she got. Yeah, which was like it's known planet, as the Phoenix Force, and it was you know this cosmic entity that. You know, should have killed her, but like, <laughs> like the two the two main villains are named Vuk and Jones. Like, <laughs> what are we supposed to do with that? I Some don't guy know. named Jones. Like, no. <laughs> like, yeah, remember those 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 aliens? Yeah, just just aliens. Just and it's like a waste of Jessica Chastain too, because she's one of the better actresses in, in the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. And she's I, just like this dull villain, just walking around like a robot. She was like just some random <laughs> person. It was like you know, oh, I'm having dinner with my family. I'm, oh, I'm gonna go check on the dogs to see what's up. And then she gets like murdered and freaking you know shapeshifters. <laughs> it, it, it has to be Captain Marvel. It, it definitely had to have been. And they were like yeah. they were basically Terminators too, because and, like they had the same qualities <laughs> as Terminators. They could shapeshift, and then when they got shot, nothing happened, and they just. Healed themselves. Kind of reminds me of Men in Black International trailer. Yeah. It's like, we've been compromised. They can take the form of anyone. I'm like, oh, that's nice. But yeah, man, it was, oh my gosh, how many writers were for this? I mean, you know, the comic book creators, Jack Kirby, Stan Lee. Uh, the story of the Dark Phoenix saga, you have Chris Claremont, Dave Cockrum, and John Iron. And it was written by Simon Kenberg, but yeah, it it, it kind of it, I I was really hoping that this one was kind of like going to be at least more less. I mean, just less messy overall. Like uh, I thought there was going to be some kind of reveal as to who the villain was because no one knew yeah. what Jessica Chastain was before. It's just like no, then, she's just an alien. Yeah, and then I feel I feel bad because I mean, even though you know, hopefully within phase five. You know, we'll we'll have more um, mutants because I know. I think Marvel said you know they've probably been planning out Phase Four for a while prior to the Disney Fox merger. So that's that'll be pretty interesting overall. But yeah, man, I I don't know. Um, so um, let's. So we talked about the initial uh, Raven getting killed scene. So <laughs> shortly after that is when she went to go talk to Magneto. Yeah, at his little compound thing. That was kind of weird. Oh, she was what, just like oh, and, looking um, for advice, I guess. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, Magneto was kind of like pretty much built on hate and rage from you know what happened. He was in the uh, Jewish camps, you know. He was, and she kind of comes to him, and she doesn't really know what's going on with her. And it's, the whole sequence kind of it just like happened so fast, like when the Phoenix Force took over her. It was like, okay, we got everyone. Let's go home. It's like, wait, no, there's like one more person. You're like, oh, okay. So this is how, you know, the Phoenix Force is going to take over her. But she. That, that was actually, that was a really cool scene, too. The way they had Quicksilver like unbuckle everyone and then they had yeah. Knight um, 
Nightcrawler going and save everyone. Yeah. But yeah, to get back to your point with, I guess she was trying to, I mean, just my guess is, you know, she doesn't really know what's going on with her and the fact that, you know, oh, it feels good, but, you know, she can't really control it. So she's trying to find someone like who's like the. Who's like a mass murderer that I know? <laughs> yeah, who's, who's who can, one guy? Who's now humble, kind of like you know Thanos, who just you know snapped away half the universe, and he's he's at the what the garden, and they go it's to just, find him, and he's just sitting there all humble, and he's like, I'm a different person. <laughs> yeah. It's just weird that she would go there knowing that if he finds out who she killed, he's going to get pissed and want to kill her, which is what happened. <laughs> yeah, it's like, whose blood is that? She kept avoiding the question. I was She's like, like, oh my gosh. I don't, I don't know. Uh, it's, it was, uh, Wolverine? <laughs> I was like, oh, you, you didn't catch that uh, <laughs> that Wolverine cameo in there? <laughs> yeah. But it's like, and then, blood is and then like, can we talk about Magneto's like right hand man or whatever, the guy with the, the whip? Yeah. Mm-hmm. His um, what it was like a braid or something. I can't, yeah, yeah. Like whip dreadlocks for <laughs> is his power. Who who is that? That that shouldn't even be a mutant power. Like I mean, yeah, I I get it. You know, you're trying to diverse these you know these mutants so they're not having like the same power but kind of different. Um, I guess uh, basis of their powers. Like oh, someone can manipulate fire but someone else can create and manipulate fire kind of just like the generic you know everyone has like oh the mr sunday movies i actually just watched their last stand caravan of garbage and they were saying you know like when there was like the mutant war where um you know all these random mutants who just had like like these generic um mutant powers where everyone could like fly and you know jump really far and teleport and all that other stuff but yeah, I, I get that they were trying to, you know, change it up. Like, yeah, let's have a guy with dreadlocks and he can just, just whip his hair back and forth, like, super long. Yeah, it seems like they really toned down, like, the just the amount of mutants in this movie. There were, like, seven or eight total. Yeah, like, there's definitely, like, you know, especially when... um They had a whole school full of them. And yeah. They just didn't even use any of them. Yeah, and they were just, like, kids walking down the hallway. I'm like, well, at least in, like, the original trilogy, you know... They kind of showed who had what power. Just I don't know. It was just a bunch of kids. Like we never really even saw like their mutant abilities. They were kind of just there, and we just had to just like assume. Or like we knew they had mutant abilities. Obviously, they wouldn't be there. But yeah. So, so I just looked it up. Apparently, the dreadlocks guy's name is Ariki. <laughs> Rafi. That's Ariki. That's his name. <laughs> He's got whips and blades on his hair. Oh yeah. The best mutant ability of them all. Oh, yeah. Jeez. But, yeah, um, I kind of did like how, uh, you know, um, we got Jean Grey kind of, like, sacrificed herself to save everyone because clearly she didn't want the Phoenix Force power. And Can we talk about the, the scene where they're at, like, that weird hotel and then people start showing up? <laughs> Yeah. That, that fight screen in the street was so sloppy. It, it, it was really just like, was. what am I watching? Like, I, I couldn't. There's car, cars driving by and like a train comes in. Right. I was just like, what? What is going on? It, it, that was definitely the messiest part for me, probably. And then Magneto goes in, gets destroyed. And then <laughs> Charles goes in and he she forces him to walk up the stairs. Like, yeah. Then- <laughs> what is the point? It just looked weird. It was like, oh no, why are you doing this? 
Yeah, this, I mean, it, this movie definitely had its ups and downs. I, it feels like this movie just hates Charles. Like, <laughs> they're just attacking his character. They and literally, they're walk. all like, oh, you know, Charles, you're, you're the, you're the real villain here. It's not yeah. Gene who's like, you know, I didn't, I didn't people. think what he did was very bad. He was just like trying to protect her from a shitty, shitty dad. Like, what's yeah. so bad about oh, that? Yeah, the dad, the dad scene, I, I, that, I was like, yeah. You can like kill him now. <laughs> I was like, that was just too like he was just like a shitty dad, and he was like, oh, you know, it's like that day, like my entire world died. I'm like, <laughs> like, dude, I'm your daughter. Like, I'm yeah. standing right here. I'm all like, I'm the closest thing to your wife you have. <laughs> but like, what about that? Gives her the right to be so pissed at Charles? Like, he's just like, I don't know. I understand it's a lie, but it's kind of protecting you from an awful dad yeah and I, I i do agree that you know charles did that but i feel like in a way he could have at least like told her what was going on instead of i feel like it's just the fact that you know oh yeah no wait you're, you're right i'm going back and forth in my head right now but it's just i don't know it would be nice to know that like yeah her dad's alive but since, you know, Charles kind of just like mind blocked her like quite literally. And it was just, I don't know, maybe it would have been nice to know that he was still out there. But then again, he was he was a shitty dad. So I probably would have said the same thing. So, yeah, he's he, he's dead. And then in this scene, Jessica Chastain's villain is just like standing there and watching creepily, yeah. not saying anything. Right. When like the and only reason. Like, yeah. Sir, God. She's like, uh, I'll, I'll take the powers away from you. And then Doug Phoenix is like, sure, okay. come here, give me, yeah. give me a hug. And then as, give she's me a hug. Sucking, <laughs> as she's sucking the power away, she turns to Charles and says, I don't care. Everyone, why, why would the villain say this? Wait, say this that again, so sorry. You, you, you cut out. Like, as she's sucking the powers away, she turns to Charles and goes, I don't care. I'm going to kill everyone. <laughs> like, why would you say this? You're just about to get all the powers and you just have to turn and brag about it. Yeah. Killed. It's just, yeah, I, I don't know. It it's was, just such a cliche feeling thing to do. It's oh, so for bad. sure. She's like, ha so I got I have the powers now. And Charles is like, oh, no. She's <laughs> I don't know what all. to do. <laughs> Scott comes in and laser blasts her through the roof. Jean! Jean! <laughs> Jane! And then before all this... They they had their one f bomb per PG thirteen movie. They gave oh. it to Scott. Oh it was yeah, so that's funny. right. It was so stupid. God, what is it? What is it? His actor's name? Ty. Ty Sheridan. Sheridan. <laughs> if you touch her, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the script. They had to throw in that one f bomb. Well, like it, it could have been anyone else. Like honestly, I think that should have went to Nicholas Holt when he was um when he was pissed at Charles when you know they're they're in the kitchen and he like throws the he like moves the, uh like throws like the glass out of the way and it breaks like the glass of water. Like that probably should have went to Nicholas Holt, honestly. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really remember much development for his character over the past few movies, but he kinda yeah, had a lot he's kinda in just, the beginning here. Yeah, I mean, his, his, I feel like his main drive development was, you know, the connection between him and Raven slash Mystique, but <laughs> she did. <Yeah. laughs> it's like, oh my God, that motherfucker did. <laughs> yeah, it was, 
it was just a roller coaster, man. But like overall, like as bad as it was, I, mean, I kind of did just enjoy myself. It, it's it's ironic that it's a it was a train wreck, but the train scene was the best part. <laughs> there we go. Keep like, it it's actually, <laughs> it was actually pretty cool how they're all close quarters. They have to like go through each level fighting yeah. these. These awful villains still, they're just basically Terminators, just all coming in in hives. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you get, I mean, I, I've always enjoyed um, Eric uh, Lyncher, Lyncher, Lyncher? Yeah, as Magneto, I've, or Michael Fassbender in general. Yeah, he was, he was great. Yeah, he's, he's, he's always, he's always great. Like, he's probably one of my favorite characters from the uh, newly rebooted X-Men in general. But yeah, I mean... <laughs> I liked it better than Dark Phoenix in a way, but Dark Phoenix, I mean, not Dark Phoenix, sorry, um, X-Men Last Stand. But Last Stand had, like, so many things going on. Like, I liked the whole, oh, you know, there was, like, a cure for mutants, and that actually, like, created some type of tension as to, you know, do I actually want to keep my mutant powers, or do I want to be normal and a part of society? That was really good, but they kind of just shoehorned the Dark Phoenix thing in there. Um, yeah, it just it just didn't need to be made again, too. Like, yeah. I understand wanting to do it right, but there's other stuff you could do. Oh, for sure. And to have to have an end like this is just so. It's it's like, one sad. of the most. Yeah, it's very sad. It's just it's one of the most classic like comic book uh you know uh, stories. But Jean Grey was actually like the Phoenix before she became like for like yeah, didn't didn't she become the Phoenix in Apocalypse towards she, the end? Yeah, she did. And it's then they're so, like, oh, like, she's the Phoenix. You... Now we can do Dark Phoenix. Let's do it. And then, yeah. But like, well, she so she becomes Phoenix twice. Like, I don't, it's so weird. Yeah. So, the, yeah, it's it's. Um, I'll, I'll I'll have to because I, I found a video that kind of explained it pr- uh, pretty well, but um, I'll have to send it to you for sure. Um, oh, my gosh. Trying to think. Uh, was there anything else you wanted to cover before we uh, give scores? That ending. Oh my god! <laughs> just two old friends sitting down to play some chess. <laughs> that's how we're gonna. Kind of like this. how it was in the old days with uh, X Men. <laughs> that, that's how we're gonna end this twenty-year film series with this random scene. Yeah, and pretty much Charles is like, "I'm done," <laughs> and they changed the school name to Jean Grey's School. Yeah, know. they didn't really give her much treatment after the death that he just kind of hung up a tiny sign that's <laughs> all they really did and guess who did it scott summers yeah. <laughs> gene <laughs> they kid got paid so much to say that girl's name over and over <laughs> she's still our friend i'm like but yeah scott, your girlfriend's crazy <laughs> It all ends with them playing chess and then the phoenix flies in the sky above. Yeah, the voiceover. So she's not like dead dead, but yeah, like you said, you know, she she got like the uh the Jedi death treatment in a way. So, yeah. Cuz you know, so... a phoenix rises from the ashes. But I do I do agree that um you know, Sophie Turner did a great job for, you know, what she was given. She's phenomenal actor. This this entire movie was was stats with great actors overall it's just the script there's just so many reshoots and i think that was the main problem and it's yeah. just so weird that the main reshoot scene was one of the best scenes like yeah how bad was it originally <sighs> maybe we'll get the uh kinberg cut <laughs> oh, 
Oh no. <laughs> we, we would, that'll, you know, that'll fix everything, right? That's how it works. You gotta yeah. fix everything. Or this this the Snyder cut. He's like, actually, I made my own act in that movie. I just haven't released it to the public. Like, shut up, Zack Snyder. <laughs> but, um, scores out of a hundred. What, 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 where do you uh you uh, you feeling here? Oh boy. So um. This is definitely going to be the lowest score out of all the movies we've ever reviewed for me. Worse than Brightburn? No. Yes. No. Oh, go ahead. Just because there's so much. Let's rip like, the Band-Aid off there's, now. There's so much history and so much they built on. And just have it all crash down like this. I'm thinking like a 45. My heart. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts. Oh, my gosh. Like that's not as bad as what what uh, Rotten Tomatoes thinks, but yeah, <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes definitely thinks different. Um, IMDb is rating it uh, six point oh out of ten, but you're doing forty. You're doing forty five out of a hundred. Yeah, just <sighs> so much of it just wasn't enjoyable. I'm, the villain, the villain's yeah. parts is what makes me the most mad. Yeah, like so honestly, everything villain. else could have been crap. Like as long as it was like a good villain, that's honestly only what people want. But it was like, oh, it was led to believe that, you know, uh, Jean Grey was the, supposed to be the villain. It's like, nope, it's someone else. And I kind of understand that, but I it's aliens. Yeah, I'm like, aliens. it could have just been Jean. Like she could have just went like completely batshit crazy and just. You know, and someone had, would have had to kill her. Like that's and that's how you, you you know end that that's that um the the Phoenix Force in general. But I mean, I kind of you know she saves her friends, I get it, blah 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 blah. But it would have been really cool to see Sophie Turner kind of just dial it up to like an eleven and just go all out and her be the actual villain because like they marketed it as oh you know there's you know, someone on the team is like becomes like their greatest, um, their greatest enemy, and blah 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, but she could have just could. I mean, they could have had her just be the main villain, deal away with the aliens. Nobody cares because you know the movie's out, and it's like you know the, the aliens hold no significant value whatsoever. And it's like I'm I'm gonna remember you know Sophie Turner's performance more than over the actual villains of the show i mean the movie sorry but my score i'm gonna i'm gonna give uh, i'm gonna give a little little bit of a benefit of the doubt and go with a 60 out of 100 just because i really like the x-men overall this was i like i said i enjoyed it more than x-men apocalypse and i enjoyed it more than x-men origin wolverine even though other people might not agree that's totally fine but I you know it it was very messy for me. Um, I did like it better than uh, Brightburn. You know, let's just change it to a fifty-five out of a hundred. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It was funny at, after the movie. I was like listening to what people were saying as they were walking out, and it was like everyone consistently was like, "So uh, Disney owns these characters now, right? We can get new characters in movies." Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what everyone was talking about. No one was like, oh, I'm going to miss these characters in movies. They're like, oh, time to move on to Disney. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's, you know, it's sad, like, to see, like, this X-Men, uh, you know, franchise go. But 
I enjoy them for, for what they are. And, you know, they may not be the best movies. And and and, and it's okay to, to like, you know, crappy movies. Like, I like Spider-Man 3. It, I know it's a terrible movie. But, like, it's so bad that I just enjoy watching it because it's so bad. So, yeah. So, you gave it, what, was it 45 out of 100? Yeah. And then I go to 55 because I'm gracious. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so this kind of concludes this review. Um, definitely go see it if you can. Um, I mean, I know it's not the best movie in the world, but it's either that or Secret Life of Pets 2. Oh, boy. 